What is up, everybody? This is Hunter Williams. This is the Weapons of High Performance podcast. Today is episode 12. And in today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the BCAA scam hoax heist. Not really. But we're going to be talking about BCAs, what they are, do you need them? Are they important? And then I'm going to compare and contrast them with EAAs, which are essential amino acids. And something I take now, but basically want to give the breakdown of what BCAAs are. Are they useful? Are they helpful? Should you be taking them or are they worthless? And then what I use in comparison versus them, which are essential amino acids. So I'm going to kind of break down scientifically what they are, what the differences are, what's helpful, what's not helpful and give my experience on it. But before we dive on into that, again, if you like free money, you guessed it, leave a comment on YouTube, subscribe to my email newsletter, or leave a review on iTunes. Every week, I will be giving away a $100 Amazon gift card to the best comment or review. But in order to be eligible for that, you have to be on the email newsletter. So sign up. Like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. But anyway, so getting on into it, the first thing I wanted to do, because this is not something also that I hear a lot of people talking about, and I think it's really, really important, again, in, in my arsenal of supplements and everything, this is going to be one of the most important things. But I wanted to give a breakdown of what branch chain amino acids are, how they differ from essential amino acids and then give you an informed comparison so that with your money you make wise decision about what you use so anyway what are amino acids well, amino acids have been one of the premier performance supplements for nearly 40 years so they've been around for a while in terms of athletic performance all that good stuff branch chain amino acids have been particularly popular, especially among athletes. And a lot of people swear by them for muscle gain, recovery, performance, all that good stuff. In the last couple of years, however, there's been a lot of new research that these BCAAs aren't nearly as beneficial as a lot of people think they are, and that they actually might have detrimental effects to muscle growth, recovery, and all that stuff, which would not only be a, a waste, but then you're also harming yourself by taking them. So you're spending money on something that you think is helping performance and they actually might, might, might not only be worthless, but then also hindering your performance. So while a wrong kind of amino acid supplement could be detrimental to your well-being, the right can actually support your health and physical, health and fitness goals. And that's where essential amino acids come into picture. And these have kind of been, at least in my research, something that's been around for a while and they've been a secrets of secrets of people in the bodybuilding community and people that do triathlons, particularly the triathlons. A lot of the guys that do the hardcore triathlons, which I am by no means one of those people, have used them to help improve their performance in the triathlon and throughout it, but then also to prevent from getting sick because essential amino acids help it your immune system. So the nice thing about 
essential amino acids versus branch chain amino acids is you're going to get all the benefits that branch chain amino acids are supposed to provide, but there's going to be more of a benefit because of all the other essential amino acids that are included. So what I wanted to do is kind of break down what are amino acids and then walk through every single one of them, just so you know when you're taking the supplement what they actually do. So amino acids are basically the building blocks of protein that serve as the catalyst for every chemical process that's happening in the body. So if you think about your body as a living organism, there's chemical processes that are happening every split second that you're alive, whether you're awake, asleep, exercising, resting, that are going on. So amino acids are gonna be the building blocks for all of these different chemical activities through all of our different systems that are going on in the body and in the body at any given time. Most people associate amino acids purely with protein synthesis and muscle gain, which is what you'll hear most of them talk to. When someone's referencing amino acids, most of the time they're just talking about sports performance, muscle gain, everything. They're also very, very necessary for almost every other physiological function in our body, including enzyme production, hormone regulation, cognitive ability, neurotransmitter balance, and metabolism. So much more than just increasing your bench press is going to be everything that goes up on up here in your brain, all those other, other different areas of your body, they're crucially, crucially important, which I think a lot of people, whether you're a health and fitness junkie or if you're just someone that wants to be as healthy as possible, it's critical to understand that these are going to be something that you really need, not only to supplement with, but just make sure that you're ingesting enough of to have healthy levels. So there are 20 amino acids in total, and all of them are required to make different processes in your body go on. So it doesn't, amino acids are not just exclusive to being an athlete. They're something that everybody needs, regardless of whatever your fitness health level are. So of the 20 amino acids, nine are qualified or classified as essential. And essential amino acids are ones that the body can't actually produce itself. So they're going to be ones that our body can't synthesize, we're gonna to have to get them from external forces, external sources such as food, supplement, and so on. Like I said, those essential ones are gonna, and it's kind of a misnomer, non-essential are ones that your body actually makes, and then essential are ones that your body needs to get from the external sources. So they must be acquired through diet, specifically protein-rich foods like meat, eggs, fish, and supplements. So the ways that essential amino acids support the body. There's a bunch of different ways. And what I want to do is for each of those nine essential ones, break down what they are and then what they actually do. So you know, if you are supplementing or if you're not, why you would need to. So the first one is going to be lysine. So lysine plays a role in growth hormone secretion, which supports muscle repair and recovery. Obviously that's very important. It's a critical component of structural proteins like collagen and elastin elastin, which are important for building strong connective tissue. So think about your joints, skin, hair, nails, all that stuff. Lysine is really important in terms of repair and recovery for all those different things. The next one, and please forgive me if I butcher these. I'm not a scientist by any means. I just love studying this stuff, but uh, I might not have the exact correct pronunciation. Next one is going to be methionine, which helps the body process and eliminate fat, promote cardiovascular health, and support the liver to help the body eliminate toxins. One of the most important things your body does, especially given the modern 21st century environment that we live in, is going to be 
eliminating toxins from the body. The next one is phenylalanine, phenyl, phenylalanine, phenylalanine. Anyway, phenylalanine is a pain-killing and antidepressant effect and is necessary for the synthesis of norepinephrine and dopamine and also stimulates the release of, of adrenaline, noradrenaline, which is critical for nervous uh, system function. So think about this as something that is more on the mental side. So it's going to be antidepressant and also painkilling, but also necessary for dopamine and a lot of the neurotransmitter things that are going on in your brain. Same thing as with adrenaline. So the next one is threonine. So this supports fat metabolism and immune function. Like I said, one of the most important things that you can do is have a strong immune system to help with all the different toxins and things that are coming in from the environment. And threonine is very important for that, also for fat metabolism. Also, like lysine is crucial for structural proteins and connective tissue. The next one is tryptophan. You have probably heard of tryptophan from Thanksgiving talks when people say you are falling asleep because of the tryptophan in the turkey. And that's actually not true. The reason most people fall asleep is one because they're probably drinking alcohol, but then also because they probably, most people on Thanksgiving are eating so much food that does a lot to your digestive system in terms of the energy it takes. And so you're going to be tired because your body is trying to digest all that food. Anyway, side note, back to tryptophan. So this is a precursor for serotonin, which regulates sleep, appetite, and mood, and also has pain suppressing qualities and can increase pain tolerance during hard workouts and comp competitions. So tryptophan, another one that's going to be more on the mental side with the mood, serotonin, and pain tolerance, which if you're an athlete is really, really important, especially if you're doing something like a contact sport, such as football, anything like that. I wish I would have been, when I played football, taking more of these because they would have helped so much from that standpoint. And like I said, after supplementing with these, I'll get into a little bit later, my experience, but definitely noticeable. The next one is leucine, and this is going to be one that you will also see in the branched chain amino acids. So up until this one, we hadn't seen any of the branched chain amino acids, but leucine is one that is in branched chain amino acid supplements, but also an essential amino acid. So leucine is critical for protein synthesis, blood sugar regulation, and growth hormone production. And again, that's going to be in line with a lot of these, but just something that your body needs. Next one is isoleucine. So again, this is going to be one of the ones that is in branched chain amino acid supplements. And isoleucine helps prevent muscle from breaking down during exercise, which could lead to faster recovery. Also important for immune function, hemoglobin production, and energy regulation. So again, it's going to be one of those things that helps with your cells and prevent a lot of the breakdown that you're going to experience during exercise help you recover better, all that good stuff. Next one is valine. Again, this will be the last one of those three that are in branch chain amino acids, but wouldn't be in a essential amino acid supplement. But valine helps stimulate muscle regeneration and is involved in energy production. So you see those leucine, icine, and valine really more or less along the same lines of what they help the body do. So they're crucial, but you can see all these other ones are going to be much more beneficial to include with this in your supplement. The next one is histidine. And histidine is a precursor to histamine, which can help fight off the cell-damaging free radicals you produce during exercise. It's also a precursor to carnosine, which helps turn lactic acid back into usable fuel and reduce soreness. 
So histidine, histidine status as essential is debatable since it can easily be produced in the presence of other amino acids, but you can also supplement it with it as well. So again, that's going to be really important for your cell healing function. When your body is exercising, you produce free radicals in your system that could cause damage to your cells, but this is going to help you fight that off. And again, also help with turning lactic acid back into usable, usable fuel and reducing that soreness, that feeling that you have whenever you're sore and it's really tough to move around, you feel in your joints and everything, the soreness is going to be that buildup of lactic acid. So histidine is going to help re remobilize that lactic acid back into fuel. So those are all nine. And you can see the three branch chain amino versus the other six that are included, how much more beneficial it could be to include those other six with the three branch chain amino to have a total essential amino acid supplement. So the reason also, this is a little side note that BCAs are called BCAs is because they're known for their branched chemical structure. So BCAs are unique because they are metabolized in the muscle instead of the liver. So this means they're available in the bloodstream soon after ingestion and can be used for quick energy during exercise. And BCA supplements are popular among a lot of athletes because of this. But as I forewarned a little bit about, the supposed benefits of BCAs are often embellished, misunderstood, and flat out wrong. So let's get into the problem. We've understood like, okay, these are all good qualities that you want to have, but what is the problem with BCAs? Why are they not good? So a recent meta-analysis, which is going to be where they do analysis of studies and group data from studies all together to look at how the data interplays with itself. But a group of meta-analysis of research connected between 1985 to 2017 revealed zero human studies in which BCAs alone were responsible for more efficient mus muscle protein synthesis or improved athletic performance. So when you add up all this data and a lot of now just in our economy and world is getting into big data, there was no, at least from this meta-analysis that actually showed that there was a improved market difference from BCAs. So it also detailed two studies which found that BCAs decreased muscle protein synthesis and actually accelerated the catabolic, catabolic rate of lean tissue which means that muscle was actually being broken down faster than it could be repaired, which is going to lead to net damage on the body when you're supplementing with B just BCAs alone. The catabolic state in this was also so aggressive in the presence of BCAs because the body was rapidly trying to derive the other essential amino acids to comp compete with complete protein synthesis. So without a complete profile of essential amino acids, the body was left with no choice but to write down muscle to derive the six that were missing. So think about there's nine essential amino acids that your body needs in order to function at the highest level. And when you're taking branch chain amino acids, you're getting three of those, but your body's looking to your muscle to get the other six in order to perform properly. And there's a deficit of those other six. And so it actually has a net negative effect on your body. 
So BCAs do not work in isolation. All the amino acids are required to complete protein synthesis. So think about BCAs as just a piece of the puzzle that you need when you're simple, supplementing with amino acids, and especially if you're an athlete, which you're going to need to do anyway. So the BCAs are not going to be helpful in that sense. So this study concluded the idea that BCA supplements stimulate muscle growth or produce an anabolic response is entirely unwarranted. And that's just the beginning. In addition to being ineffective for building muscle or faster recovery, again, they can also have bad effects on your overall health. Another thing that I discovered in the research was that high doses of BCAs can actually deplete your B vitamin and the utilization of BCAs requires several B vitamin cofactors. So when you, the siphoning of B vitamins can disrupt the hundreds of other biological functions that require energy, including digestive system function, nervous system function, cognition, and hormone production. So not only can having a higher level of BCAs be detrimental to muscle growth, but it can also affect vitamin levels and everything else going on through your body. Also, an overabundance of BCAs can hinder serotonin production. The BCAs in tryptophan, again, remember tryptophan is going to have a lot to do with the mental aspect of it. Uh, they, BCAs and tryptophan both use the same carrier to get to the brain. So this means that the overabundance of BCAs will disrupt the brain's uptake of tryptophan and create a shortage of serotonin in your brain. And as you know, as far as your brain goes, if you have a shortage of serotonin, your mood is not going to be most optimal and will probably even be lower can you you know can lead to depression anxiety sleep problems carbohydrate cravings attention disorders and more so not only is it could be detrimental from the physical perspective but also from a mental perspective because if you have an over abundance the brain's uptake of tryptophan is going to be disrupted you're also going to be creating different mental little imbalances that could throw off your mood and just cause unwarranted hunger cravings for things that you wouldn't necessarily crave. So another thing I thought this was pretty interesting because I think in terms of weight management, this is going to be one of the most important things is that BCAs may cause insulin resistance and interfere with blood glucose regulation. So increased BCA levels are associated with higher risk of metabolic disorder and insulin resistance, which could be a precursor to type two diabetes. So not only are you, again, not really helping your muscles, you could be doing something that ends up leading to more metabolic syndrome where you have trouble keeping weight off and end up having diabetes. So despite all of this, BCAs are still essential for human health and actually have a good source of fuel for workouts, but you need them in conjunction with essential amino acids. So you need adequate levels of all of the essential amino acids to optimize health and complete protein synthesis. Think of it this way. The BCAs are the beginning of protein synthesis and the other six essential amino acids that we talked about complete the puzzle. So BCAs, three out of nine, you need those other six out of nine complete the whole puzzle in order to have total brain body coherence and be functioning at the highest level. So to get into some of the health benefits of EAs, so we're taking these three BCAs in conjunction with the other six, EAs are... Great, obviously, for muscle performance, but just to break down some of the benefits, so muscle maintenance, so they have some significant muscle preserving effects, especially when training in a fasted state, which if you're like me, I like working out in the morning before I eat. These are really going to help with that. Um, exercise recovery, obviously. Appetite regulation, so 
regulating your appetite where you're not necessarily uh, having like carbohydrate cravings all the time. Then also cognitive function, again, as we talked about with the tryptophan, tryptophan is necessary to produce serotonin and optimize the levels of tryptophan that are crossing the blood-brain barrier. Improved sleep, obviously that's going to just make your life better. In general, if you're balancing the amount of amino acid levels in your body, you want to, it's going to help sleep better and that's just going to make everything better. Metabolic health. And then also I thought this is pretty interesting just because this is something that is getting really big now. It's fasting and ketosis. So if you ingest a lot of leucine, that can trigger an insulin spike, which may break your fast if you're doing an extended fast and interfere with ketosis if you're doing any sort of ketogenic diet or ketogenic diet cycling. This only happens when leucine levels aren't balanced by other EAAs. So when you just have the BCAAs by yourself, it can spike your insulin. However, if you have the essential amino acids, they're going to balance out and not have an insulin effect and buffer a it's going to help buffer a glycemic response that would be similar that if you're just taking the bcaas could be similar to eating a cookie or something like that so and what that does is the insulin response from a supplement the proper ratio of eas won't interfere with fasting or ketosis but it actually could benefit and help make your fasting state ketosis uh, more efficient and prevent any muscle loss that could occur for going long periods of time without eating. But anyway, just to weigh them overall, you see EAAs beat out BCAAs and hands down are way better supplement. Hopefully that starts to come to fruition in the next few years. A lot of people realize that if you look in the supplement industry, probably one of the biggest selling supplements are branching amino acids. And as you can see, when you really break down the data, they're not only not that useful, but could cause more harm than good, not only for a muscle standpoint, but also from a brain standpoint. So, and it's pretty tough to find EAA supplements. Um, if you go on Amazon, there's a few, but you wanna make sure that they're in the proper ratio that you need. And I can include more info about that in the description. But anyway, what I wanted to do next and that was a lot to kind of go through, but what I want to do is just talk a little bit about why you need it for high performance. So I don't care if you're an athlete, not an athlete, entrepreneur, employee, whatever it is, these are going to be really, really crucial to just being an overall healthy person. So having proper levels of amino acids, again, it doesn't, you don't have to be a high performing athlete. You don't have to necessarily be a high performing person, You, but this is going to be crucial. And this is whether you're young, teenager, adult, elderly, whatever, these are going to help improve your life. Because a lot of the food, especially that we get nowadays, aren't going to have these amino acids in the proper levels that we need. So I think it's something really important that you need to supplement with. And again, if I had to condense my toolbox down to just a few things that I use supplement-wise, this would be one of the most important things. So all the other stuff you can throw pretty much from the supplemental throughout the window, but this is one of the things that I would recommend to every single person to take just because not only the physical benefit that you get from it, but the mental benefit that's going to help play in and just make you overall a healthier person. And so my experience, I didn't really start taking these until probably a year ago. And I had taken branched chain amino acids before. Honestly, I had 
you never know if it's placebo effect or not, but when I took BCAAs, they weren't really anything that I noticed a huge difference in terms of muscle performance. I know a lot of people that work out or more like the bros, you know, that'll be at the gym trying to lift kind of meatheads like myself. We'll swear by them, but I don't know, maybe I did get a little placebo effect of thinking that they helped if I drank them before or during my workout, but never really noticed anything whatsoever. They're nice if you're a supplement company though, because they have really high margins. If you look on just different bulk order websites, BCAAs are super cheap. However, EAAs are not because they're actually going to contain those other six that you really need. But I would say I probably stayed, started taking them on a regular basis, essential amino acids, that is, about a year ago. And the difference is night and day in terms of recovery and performance. And the reason I say that is because I've had, I usually worked out fasted. So I don't, I don't usually eat before I work out because I like to work out in the mornings. Now that's not the best thing to do. Honestly, you should probably be working out in the afternoons and have at least one meal in your system three to four hours before you work out. But as your schedule allows, I try to work out in the mornings fasted. And I know a huge, massive difference when I take those before a workout in terms of time to exhaustion, the amount of strength output that I have and everything when I take those versus when I don't. And I always run little experiments on myself where I might take those one time and then not take it the next time and try to control everything else to get a good sample and it's not even close night and day the amount of strength power energy that i have through my workouts when i take this before particularly in a fasted state and they're really easy on your stomach they make your stomach feel good i almost feel like it helps coat the lining of your stomach and help with digestion that isn't something i discovered in the research but just in my own personal experience something that i noticed also the mental benefit is really, really powerful. And I'll say it's not something that you feel when you take essential amino acids that you feel super energized or charged up or it wouldn't be like taking a stimulant or amphetamine or anything like that. But you're just focused. You're just honed in and focused on what you want to do. And it almost feels it's like giving your brain a little extra boost to focus in, but it's all natural. There's no jitteriness or anything like that. So I think it kind of goes back to that tryptophan helping regulate the serotonin and dopamine in your brain is just going to help overall with that. I also have noticed too, because I like to take these one before and after my workout, and but then also a lot of times before I go to bed, they definitely, when you take them before bed, they help a lot with sleep. One thing I just realized that I didn't talk about was actually dosage. And Doses can depend on how big you are, how much you're trying to build muscle versus burn fat. Um, I think it's going to be the same whether those are either of your goals. But I like to take 10 grams before and 10 grams after my workout. The only tricky thing is they're kind of expensive. So if you do do that, you probably go through a serving because most servings uh, from different supplement companies that you'll get are usually 5 grams. But anyway, I would think... You know, I think 10 grams is reasonable. And if you're trying to put on mass or size, if you up that to 15 or 20 grams per serving, so 15 to 20 grams before and 15, 20 grams after, look out because if you do that and then just supplement with a creatine, the gains that you're going to make are unbelievable. 
And then also what's going to happen is your brain's going to function at a lot higher level too. So not only physical performance, but mental performance is going to be off the charts. So this is, again, one of those things. If I had a tool belt of different supplements that I'm using, essential amino acids are going to be next to iodine and creatine, probably one of the most important things. I mean, I know they are that I'll take, and they're worth to me. They're worth every penny because, again, not only do they help me from a physical recovery standpoint and just feeling more energized and less sore from workouts and more productive in my workouts, but also the mental benefit that I get when I'm working in my job, trying to do high-level intellectual work, are again unrivaled. And I think it again, whether you're the highest-level athlete in the world or you're just a person that wants to improve your health, these are going to be one of the top three things that you really need to take. So hopefully that was helpful. And depending on your knowledge level of different supplements and everything, hopefully it was kind of as A to Z breakdown of everything and made sense. But if there is any questions you have, any feedback, anything that was confusing or anything like that, definitely feel free to reach out. I'd be more than happy to chat about it and go into a little bit more depth. So again, please leave your feedback, whether this was helpful harmful, boring, exciting, not, I try to make it something that I myself would actually enjoy listening to and also not have, if you're listening to this, I don't want your brain to be wandering to other places because I have listened to stuff like that and I think, oh man, I would never want to make content that is that boring. But anyway, again, hopefully that was helpful, interesting, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, don't forget, if you like free money, subscribe to the email newsletter, leave a comment. Or review. Peace.